Why is it that we allow ourselves to be in the same frustrating patterns with our dog day after day after day? They do something that really annoys you, like jumping up at your treat bag and trying to grab the food out. And every day you're pushing them off or you're telling them no, but it still happens day after day after day. And you know you could do something about it, but you just don't. Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi, I'm Holly. Welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. So today we're going to be talking about something which plagues most of us, I think. And that is why we allow ourselves to repeat the same patterns again and again and again. (laughs) And this could be something that is in your personal life. This could be a pattern that you have with relationships. It's also something that you could be acting out every single day with your dog. Now, the prime example for me would be um, something I had with my puppy when she was much, much younger. And it was that I would go to take her out and I'd have a little treat pouch on my waist and I'd go to put her in the car and strap her in. And she, at that point, we hadn't done much impulse control training at all. And she was lunging forward, sticking her long nose in the treat pouch, grabbing things sometimes. And I would often be in my own head kind of thinking about something else. Oh, no, oops, 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 oops. And I just kept doing it day after day after day. And not only did I find it annoying, it was also really rewarding the behavior for her because sometimes she managed to grab something which is not what I wanted to teach her so it literally took me a few days to be like hang on a second what am I doing (laughs) this is so simple to fix a I'm not going to be wearing the treat pouch when I put her in the car I'll put it on the roof of the car I'll put it in the boot whatever and b I obviously need to do a little bit of impulse control training around food with her bish bash bosh week later no more problems so Why is it that we do get stuck in those repeating patterns of things that are difficult? So being in that same difficult situation with our dogs day after day after day. Well, it's usually because something in our brain perceives that making the effort to do the training, to do the work, to make the change is going to be in some way more emotionally painful than it is to repeat this pattern day after day after day. Now, logically, that makes zero sense because you could be repeating this pattern every day for the next 10 years with your dog. <laughs> In my treat bag example, that could have happened every day for 10 years. Um, And actually, like I said, I could fix that in a matter of a few days. So why is it that our brains do that? Well, that is a mystery (laughs) in and of itself. Um, There's some theories around it, but it is something that we are pre-programmed to feel sometimes that actually making the change is what's going to be painful. And one of my mentors, James Webmore, he actually speaks about this um, and he's got a really good example. He got it from someone else. I'm not actually sure what the original source is, but it's a little story. So I'm going to tell you now. So there's a businessman, he's walking down the street and he hears this kind of yelping noise, um, like some, someone's crying. And he's like, oh, that's, that's a bit strange. Um, sort of listening out, carries on walking. And he comes to um, someone who sat on their front porch. 
and he notices that there's a dog there and it's the dog that's crying and he's sitting next to his owner who's just sitting on a rocking chair just completely ignoring the dog so the businessman's obviously a little bit worried and he approaches the guy and he says oh your dog sounds like he's in a lot of pain like is he okay and the man says oh yeah he's sitting on a nail and the businessman says, oh my god he's on a nail that must be so painful that's awful why don't why doesn't he move and the the man on the deck says well it would be too painful to move and I always think that's such a good example because it really drums home that point to me that we can be in that emotional pain or physical pain sometimes with our dogs if they're nipping us day after week after month after year and yet we do nothing to change it so today we're going to be talking about the cycle of change and this is something taken from human psychology it's got a posh name as well the trans theoretical model but it's more commonly known as the cycle of change it was developed by Prochaska and Di Clementi right back in the 70s but it's used up until this day because it's so so powerful and it really helps us to think about where we are in the cycle of change are we ready to change how we train our dog are we prepared are we already in action what point are we at and all of us will go on this same cycle when it comes to dog training and when it comes to any kind of change that you want to make in your life so it's really helpful to think that the feelings and the emotions and the experiences that you're having are normal and it's something that we all experience okay so I'm going to run through the stages with you So the first stage is the pre-contemplation stage. So this is literally, I'm not even thought about making a change. (laughs) This was me with my dog for the first few days, just blindly letting her make this same error over and over again and kind of being like, oh, that's a bit annoying. (laughs) And not even really registering that I, me, the human, needed to make a change in order to make this easier for her and for me at the end of the day. So there might be some things that you and your dog are doing together and actually you're in that pre-contemplation contemplation stage you haven't even really recognized it as something that you need to change just yet now you know what that is you might be able to have a little think (laughs) and maybe put some ideas in place so the second stage is the contemplation stage makes sense right so you're thinking about it you're like right so this is troublesome to me I probably do need to make a change but you're still a little bit ambivalent you're still that dog on the nail really you're thinking oh I do want things to be better but it seems like an awful lot of work and can I really be bothered oh I I don't know maybe maybe and I think a lot of us spend quite a bit of time here so we have a little bit of initial motivation and then we're like oh I don't know like could I spend my time doing something else is this going to take a lot of time oh I don't really know so a lot of us spend a lot of time here the third stage is preparation so you've made a decision now you're out of that ambivalence you've actually like yes this is something that is important to me this is something that does cause me pain and that could be physical pain emotional pain that could be pain in terms of time management doesn't matter what it is some kind of difficulty or struggle that you're experiencing so we've made a decision we're actually like yeah I've made a decision I've made a plan I'm going for it I'm starting today let's say So the next stage, action, (laughs) does what it says on the tin, you are in action and anyone that knows me well knows that I say you actually have to take action to know which direction you want to go in because you can watch all the training videos in the world, you can listen to all the podcasts, you can read all of the blogs but until you get into action and you actually start doing stuff with your dog you won't know which direction you need to go in because our dogs are all individuals, I've said it before, I will say it again, it's not as simple 
simple as following a recipe making a cake you need to tweak it you need to adapt it not just for your dog's needs but also for your own maybe you can't kneel down to do that certain skill maybe you don't want to teach that because of something that happens in your life or in your dog's life and you need to adapt it so actually getting into action doing stuff it gives you the roadmap that you're searching for a lot of the time so from there we actually need to think about maintenance that's the next stage so you're in action you're doing the training you're doing the work how do I maintain this and in the context of dog training how do I keep moving forward how do I keep progressing I don't just want to keep training the same thing day after day after day that my dog already knows it's boring for them it's boring for me and it doesn't help (laughs) of course you want to um, remind them of their skills you're not just going to train it once and never do it again but also you want to move them forward dogs love learning and it's fun to learn with them so don't just do the same thing over and over think about how you can start to progress it make it harder make it more fun for your dog now the last two stages are interesting ones and they're ones that actually can be a little bit scary sometimes so the first one is something we call laps so relapse everyone knows what relapse means relapses go back to the beginning fall off the wagon whatever however you want to to talk about it A lapse is not quite as serious as that. So I kind of like to think of it like a little blip on a heart monitor, a little blip on the radar. So we haven't completely lost everything that we've done, but maybe we've just taken a small step back. So five steps forward, one step back. You thought your dog really had something and then all of a sudden they lost it. Or you thought that they were um, at a level where they could be trusted, had to be off the lead with dogs around, and maybe they succeeded the first few times in coming back to you and then they had a little blip and ran off on the on the last time, let's say. So you're not completely back at square one, but it's just telling you, oh, I need to put a little bit more work in to really maintain this skill. And then the last one is the relapse. So a relapse happens for lots of reasons. And a relapse, as I was saying, is really, we've actually sort of gone back quite a long way we might not be right back at square one when it comes to our training but we have made quite a bit of a a backward step now there's all kinds of reasons for this Um, perhaps something really serious has happened in your life which has meant that training's taken a back seat perhaps you or your dog has been unwell perhaps there's been um, a dog fight or even just something as simple as you changed up the way you were training or you moved house or anything like that that could have really impacted the training with your dog so when that happens you have one of two choices either you start the cycle all over again (laughs) and you go back into that contemplation stage should I shouldn't I Mm." or even pre-contemplation if you've been off of training for long enough you might not even realize that you need to start again and then you have the other option, which is, I'm going to skip all of that. Don't I, should I, should aren't I, don't I, do I need to make a decision? I'm just going to go straight back into action. I might need to mix it up. I might need to make it look different. I might need to focus elsewhere just to start with. I might need to get some training support, but I'm getting straight back into it. I'm not letting me and my dog just kind of <laughs> linger around waiting to see what happens. So just have a think today. Where are you on that cycle of a cycle of change are you in that pre-contemplation stage where you're not really even thinking about what you need to do are you thinking about it but you're a bit like umming and ahhing are you actually like yeah I'm prepared I'm ready let's do this are you in action my favorite stage where you're actually doing things with your dog are you maintaining that great progress or maybe you're having a little lapse or a little relapse and you're in that decision that decision point again about which direction you go in 
The one thing I will say is that it really doesn't matter where you are in that cycle. The most important thing is that you get support that you need to push you into that preparation and into that action part of the cycle. They really are the most important parts because even if it does go wrong, which it sometimes does, if you can get the support to get you back into action and maintenance as soon as you possibly can, that's what's going to push you forward. It's just like anything. Nothing is ever linear and it is a circle, (laughs) a cycle, a circle, same thing. So you can expect to go to different parts of that cycle over time. But so long as you can push yourself back in the right direction, you will be on to a winner. All right, take care. Wait, 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 hold up. If you have a puppy or a young dog and you'd really love to know the secrets to get your training off to the best possible start, make sure you come and join me for my free training that's coming up on the 8th of July. 2021 had to think about that for a second it's all about how to get started with your training your puppy and I'm going to run you through my five kind and simple steps for puppy training magic so you'll be able to go away with loads of skills and things that you can do with your puppy straight away to get things off to a great start so if you would like to join us for that training all you need to do is click on the link in the show notes show notes and register and I look forward to seeing you there take care